welcome to the Joy Scouts podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Campbell. I'm a life coach for moms and women who have experienced trauma and just want to live a more happy life. I'm going to give you steps on how to check your thoughts every single day and show up to live your most authentic and abundant life. Let me show you the way. Hello again. It is February, well, 2nd when you hear this. (laughs) And I just can't believe there's already a, we're already a month into 2022. That just seems like the most crazy thing. It has flown by. Um, today I want to talk to you about our goals and negotiating our goals specifically and like self-sabotage because we're a month in a lot of people drop off super, super quickly on their goals. They don't take resolutions seriously, um, or they just give up on themselves really quick. Some people will stay, but like, it's a common theme, especially with like gyms that you know the very first of the year it's going to be loaded in the gym and then it will start to slow down and trickle and then there'll just be like a few people here and there that, um, you know, stay consistent with it, right? And so I want to talk to you. If you are in this place where you're either, you either have already quit or you're thinking about quitting, I think it's important to talk about negotiating and self-sabotage. When you start to think that your goal is not going to happen um, or you you think about the fact that you might be uncomfortable knowing that you have failed or um, that something isn't going to work out, we tend to do this thing where we decide it's fine, right? Maybe your goal was making so much money this month, right, with a business and maybe you didn't hit that goal and you start to think at the end of the month or even close to the end of the month, or the beginning of the next month, like, you know what, this is fine. I don't actually need this much money. Um, I can make do with with this much, you know, with what I've made. And it wasn't actually necessary. And I should be happy with what I've got. And, you know, and you start to just tell yourself all of these things because you're coming from a place of scarcity and fear or, you know, you don't want to deal with those uncomfortable um those uncomfortable feelings. For example, and this is a totally extreme circumstance, but I have always wanted a bunch of children, right? I've, I had always said I wanted like three or four kids. And with my second kid, I had some pelvic issues. I had a, a little prolapse, not anything major. Um, but as it got further and further away, or I started to settle in and be afraid of what my goals might be or letting my kids down or, you know, like in a roundabout way, I was worried about money and this and that. I started to tell myself that I didn't need more kids. And it was really out of fear that I might go through that pain again. I might go through postpartum again. Um, I'm not going to be able to hold myself together with more kids or, you know, things that realistically, I know are manageable, but in my head, I was trying to talk myself out of it just for the pure fear of what if I fail or what if it doesn't go how I want it to. And it was like a lack of control thing. And we tend to do that with any of our goals. We could do that with weight loss, right? We might lose 10 instead of 20 pounds. And as we get closer to the mark of when we wanted to lose 20 pounds, like maybe we want to lose 20 pounds this year, right? 
and we only hit 10 um, and it's like November and we're like, oh, it's just not going to happen. Or it's like, you know, we hit December 1st and we're like, we can't lose, you know, I don't know the time frame of losing weight because I'm not really a big health nut, but <laughs> for, you know, argument's sake, I guess, um, you know, you look at this time frame and then you're like, well, you know, 10 pounds is really good. I feel better the way I am. I don't really need to lose this right now. So it'll be fine if I don't. I don't actually need to lose 20 pounds. It was just something I wanted, right? And we talk ourselves out of that goal. And when we do that, we start to give up on our goal. We start to self-sabotage or we just completely like quit on ourselves because of the fear of feeling like a failure. Like what happens, right? If December 31st, you haven't you know, lost all the weight you want to lose. Nothing. You just haven't lost all the weight. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything in the sense of good or bad. It's just factual information. Okay. You didn't hit the goal, but we tend to make it about like mean something about us. If we don't hit our goal, like we must be a failure or we must not be the kind of person who can lose weight or we must be whatever, you know, whatever story we tell ourselves. And then we start to backtrack just so we can make ourselves feel better rather than sitting in the uncomfortable saying, okay, we might not have hit that goal at this point, but we can keep going. We can keep trying to hit that goal. The goal is still a goal. Let's try for this time frame, right? It doesn't hurt anything to not, to not hit that goal. And so the majority of the time, we're really just afraid of the feeling. And I've talked about this in my fear of feelings um, podcast as well. But I think it's important that we be on the lookout for when we do start negotiating with ourselves as a form of quitting on ourselves. Essentially, we try to justify not going forward because we don't want to fear that we don't want to feel that fear of failure. And so we will start to negotiate as a way to make ourselves feel better rather than just sitting with the fact that we don't like how we feel. We miss that mark. Um, and you know, sometimes that feels crappy, right? And it's okay that it feels crappy, but we can also choose to look at it as, you know, we're learning a new thing. We're changing our lifestyle. Um, you know, whatever it it, like, we'll just go back to the eating thing. Like, right. We're changing our lifestyle to be healthier and it takes practice. There's a reason that there are like for addicts, there's AA and NA and you know, meetings like that and stuff, because people tend to fall off. We just look at it easier um, when it comes to health and this and that. And then we're like, oh, not a big deal, whatever. And we like allow ourselves to quit without any real like problem there. You know, we just don't, we're just like, oh, this is fine. And we move on. But when we look at, you know, it in terms of addicts, sometimes we're like, oh, they fell off the wagon. That's it, whatever. Like, or why'd they give up? They just went right back to it. And if we think of it in those parallels of like the thought process, right? If an addict falls off and they're like, I've get, I give up, I'm not going to try again. They continue to go down that path and we wonder why they didn't just try again. But like we don't hold those same values when it comes to things like our weight or our business or whatever. We're just like, oh, that's it. It must not be meant to be, right? And so I think if you look at it in those really strong terms, because, you know, being an addict is a very like sensitive topic and people have very strong feelings around that. So if you look at it in those terms and you're like, well, you know, they need to keep trying until they get it right. You know, even if you think, well, why can't they just get it right the first time? You still 
would think, okay, well, you know what, whatever, they messed up, they need to try again. But we don't look at ourselves that way. And so we start to just reevaluate and say, this is fine, we don't need this, whatever. But do you, like, if an addict did that, right, we would be like, that's crazy. Like, of course you don't need that. You need to get back on, you know, you need to do the right thing. And yet we'll tell ourselves, like, this isn't that important, right? And it, it just, it just, I'm, today I'm not one with the words, but it just is one of those things you really have to be consciously looking for because your brain is so, so sneaky that it'll make just the slightest tweaks that get you to stop trying. Because, you know, you will say, this is fine. I can try again later. And then maybe you won't try again later. Maybe your brain will keep you on other topics and you you don't go back to it. And so with this being, we're getting further into the year. The first month is over. Resolutions are dwindling. If it's something that you have set up that you really want, then don't be afraid of the fear of failure. Don't be afraid to look at yourself and say, well, I didn't hit that. What could I have done better to stay consistent? Like maybe the first year you were like, I'm going to eat well, whatever. And I'm going to meal prep on Sunday. And then Sundays get busy for you, right? And then next thing you know, you're eating out because you didn't meal prep because you were running late. What could you tweak to say, okay, maybe Mondays are a better day for me to meal prep. Maybe I need to do that Monday evening because I don't have work or, you know, whatever. You can look back at those things and say, I didn't hit it this time, but there are changes I can make to better prepare myself for next month. And then I can keep moving. And it doesn't have to be that month. It could be that week. You could say, okay, next week I'm going to be, it's going to be better this, than this week. Or you could say, I messed up this morning and I had a donut, but you know, next you know, the end of the the day, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat healthier. And it doesn't need to be like a give and take, like punish yourself for having a donut ever. You know, it's just in the big sense of saying like, I'm trying to stay on track. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to have moderation. Maybe I overate some Oreos to give yourself the compassion to know that you're a human being and we're all learning to be better people. And so none of it is just a black and white progress. We all have progress in different ways. And the only way for us to know what we can do better is to slip up and say, okay, well that didn't work. So what can we try to do better now? Anyways, like I said, I'm not one with the words today. I don't know what is going on with me today, but I'm going to wrap that one up because it's here, there and everywhere. But be mindful with any goals you set that you don't negotiate on yourself just because you don't want to feel an unpleasant feeling. Unpleasant feelings happen all the time. And there's actually studies that say your feelings only last about 90 seconds. I may have said that in my fear of feeling uh, podcast as well, but they only last about 90 seconds if you let yourself feel it. If you push it off or try to sidestep it or, you know, whatever, not allow it just the time to be there, you know, you'll give yourself more anxiety and it'll last a heck of a lot longer. But if you allow yourself to feel it, it's only 90 seconds. You can do anything for 90 seconds. So think about that in your goals or as you set a new goal um, and don't negotiate on yourself. Don't allow your brain to self-sabotage. Really be keen to the fact that your brain is going to be so sneaky and serve up thoughts that you think are okay and they may not be. That's why it's so important to do your thought work and work on where these emotions are coming from and what the thoughts you're telling yourself and the stories you're telling yourself are because that's where there is so much more strength of catching yourself and keeping yourself focused and on track and consistent with any goal or any growth that you want to see in your life. I will catch you in the next one. I hope you have a fantastic week and 
yeah, just have a good week. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>